Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. Body horror gets bigger and badder when we talk malignant on Normies Like Us. I'm seeing murders. Who is Gabriel? Is he I'm the only one that can see him. I wanted to do something that was a bit different. We cut out the cancer. You heard it up top. We're back on Normies Like Us, where we're talking about an imaginary friend, someone uh, maybe in our mind telling us to kill, maybe a creation of our mind telling us to kill. But who knows? Because we're talking malignant on Normies Like Us with your hosts. And here's the question, guys. <laughs> I, 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 I was did thinking not think about, about this, this at all while watching it recently. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot to do here. Here's the dark thing I said when I threw it on this time. It said, names are going to be so hard. What am I going to be? <laughs> Miscarriage Colin? No, you oh, can't. No. <laughs> Honestly, I can, the only no. name I can remember from this movie is Gabriel, right? Can anyone else right. remember a character's name? name? <laughs> well, I was just going to be Mike Lignant, as uh, you can see on the <laughs> YouTube. So. Okay, good guy. Guy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Backwards be the backwards, man. Anyone else that Freddy Got Fingered fans out here or what? <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right, buddy. Yeah, let's go. Anyway, we'll get into it. Um, we're here. We're, we're here. here. Um, and we're talking about an interesting one this time. Recent movie. Sometimes we drop on these where we're going to do a review for you guys. Um, and, and this one's a wild one. The discourse on this was wild, and we felt like we had to jump on and talk about it, too. Yeah, it's that kind of... Taking HBO Max by storm, James Wan, kind of their golden boy, HBO's golden boy after Aquaman's success and his horror, you know, obviously his horror background. So, yeah, he, he took a swing for the fences with this one. And uh, we're here to talk about it with you guys. Um, any um, background, you guys, James Wan fans, before we dive into Malignant? Colin, let me start with you. Well, Mike, you know, we've done the Aquaman episode, like you said. We've done a Fast and the Furious. Obviously, he did oh, the seventh. Hell yeah. The Paul Walker dead one, where he's doing literally mm. the CGI to uh, insert mm -hmm. a, a human being into a movie. Um, I love this guy. We haven't done a Saw episode. I would love to do a fucking Saw episode. I don't know. How about you guys? Uh, so I'll jump in right there. Uh, the week before Malignant came out, I watched the entire Saw franchise in a day. Whoa! In a day. In a day. That's how fast you could do it. Uh, except Spiral, because that hasn't hit any streaming service yet. But they're they're all on HBO as well. Uh, how could you not be a James Wan fan, right? Like he brought Saw into the world, uh, the Conjuring universe. Aquaman, like yeah, I'm a, I'm a James Wan fan, so always exciting to talk about a new movie from him. I'm not particularly, you know, up or down on James Wan. I think he's 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 good. He's fine. Uh, I'm not a huge, uh, you know, I'm not as big of a horror fan, I guess, as, as some of you guys. I do like horror movies sometimes, but uh, I'm not huge on the Conjuring. I do like the Saw movies. I really did want to see Spiral in theaters, and I remember I. I was like, Colin, hey, maybe we go see uh, Spiral. No. And you're like, uh, I'm not going to COVID, COVID theater for Spiral. So for I spirals. haven't seen it yet, but. <laughs> I feel like That's when you the got in the theater, trap of all. yeah, it would be like a trap. Which be <laughs> right, like, right. You want to sit in the theater, but not have a vaccine. What life let's, lesson am I supposed to be learning? Right, right. Yeah. You have to take off your mask and walk across the theater. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mike Lick the crowd. Yeah, Mike Lick. So, um, 
James Wan, yeah, Saw kind of is my introduction. As we talked on the Mad Max episode, Saw was inspired by the ending of the original Mad Max when he handcuffs the guy to the car Ooh. and it's going to explode and he gives him a saw and says, you don't have time to cut through the metal um, and walks away. So that inspired the entire idea of Saw. Like, what if guys were chained to something, right? Right. Like, that's kind of your whole movie. But James um, Wan, he so only... I like the creativity. He only did the first one, right? He produced some of the other ones. Yes, but he, he's never but he creatively he's not, Saw, you know, interestingly, yeah. Jacob. He's gone back he, to others. He created the short that that launched a thousand jigsaw traps. Right. Yeah, yeah, and but, then um, I, hold, hold I'm on, not, Mike. Oh, your movie series was inspired by the last scene of like Waterworld, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> certainly that's happened yeah, yeah. before. Right, right. I think um, speaking of Waterworld uh, and that inspiring James Wan again with Aquaman, um, a Waterworld, literally. That's like literally. you know, it's something I like from him. Oh hell yeah, you know, friend of the show, Arthur. Arthur Curry. Um, and then I don't know anything about the Conjuring universe. Um, so I'm yeah. kind of right in the middle. Like I like this, the Saw concept and where that came from. And I like Aquaman. I think he's pretty talented. And he produced Mortal Kombat. Is that correct? Yeah. And that's another big he, hit he for He was HBO, originally so. going to do it, decided not to produce it. Jacob, it, not no tour to you? Is he just like a, a workman director? Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I never thought about it, but... Uh, I think he's 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 a competent director. I don't really see him as an auteur at this. I guess maybe when it comes to horror, he is. But when he takes on something like Aquaman, I feel like that's more of a, you know, just a, a job. But I mean, he's well, it's a Sam Raimi trajectory, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, just skipped a couple steps. Not on that level, yeah. but like, yeah. But I think when he gets something like some Malignant, steps. where it's like he can kind of do whatever he wants and just go crazy with it, he's safely um, folded in between. Once again, he's he 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 didn't go back to Saw. He went back to a couple other series. He's going back to Aquaman two right after Malignant. Probably won't go back to Aquaman given his track record for a third. But a quick question to you guys before we go on: mm-hmm. Could Aquaman? Defeat the villain of this movie. No. Oh, hell yeah. No. <laughs> no. Mixed answers. No one can. Well, well, we'll the, the villain well, what are you saying, Joe? How could yeah. I not? <laughs> the powers are, are kind of undefined of how much strength the, the villain has or, or what's going so on I there. Like, but, yeah, that's the premise. Yeah. Let's uh, get into it and right. then we'll settle it in the wrap-up. Uh, How's that? I just want to say about The Conjuring. Great, great point. So, I, okay, The Conjuring... There's this other movie called Insidious that he did, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's the Insidi- Insidious 2. And there's this other movie called Sinister, which I always got confused right. with Insidious for some reason. <laughs> Sinister <laughs> is uh, Insidious. Scott Derrickson of uh, Doctor Strange fame. Right, right. And I just think it's funny, like with Malignant, I wonder if he just kind of opened up a thesaurus and was like, you know what, I need another like... Adjective for, uh, word. Yeah. for evil, you know. So let's go with right. malignant. Now we have to jump in because interestingly, like he it. does have a history with that word. Let's hit it. Let's talk malignant. I'm nervous like us. We're back. We're creeping our way up and talking about Malignant here on Normies Like Us. 
And uh, I just said he's got a history with that word. Look, James Wan filmmaker, smart guy, Joe said it, makes a short film, it's Saw, gets the feature, goes from there. Makes a lot of schlocky uh, horror movies. Death Sentence, Dead Silence, Creates Insidious, we talked about other things. Makes a comic book series in that meantime before he gets to our current malignant called Malignant Man. Hmm. And he said before this movie came out, look, my new movie has nothing to do with this. Again, Jacob, you're kind of like, are you just obsessed with this from a dictionary or something? But but the premise of the comic is an alien tumor inside you gives you superpowers. Hmm. Sure. As they think a symbiote, <laughs> as it were. It's like sure. if, you, if Superman <laughs> had cancer. Yeah, polka dot man. Even okay, man. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I kind of, I, yeah, all right. Makes just as much sense as I any just think other it's funny that origin. so many. Yeah, he just loves to find a, like a uh, an adjective for uh, evil or you know insidious, which is basically means the same thing. I as like your right? origin story well, yeah, too. Yeah, what will <laughs> he's going to well, be? What so will close James Wan's next horror series be? Yeah. yeah, what's the next one? Spooker. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna have a scare. <laughs> Um, it'll look through detrimental. It'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> or nobody. It'll be like nobody used a word or like a holiday or something. And it'll be like, oh, did you did you know there's not an Arbor Day movie? I'm gonna make a horror Arbor Day Sweet, movie. Sweetest sure. day, oh, okay. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ohio yeah, only. Shout yeah. outs. Um, but yeah, I mean, malignant. Uh, great word in the dictionary. Um, kind of hints at what we get to. But what I want to talk about out the gate mm. is. Um, kind of the way this was marketed because I'm not familiar with the Conjuring series. So I'll totally. just say going into it, the way they're marketing is like from the creator of the Conjuring and Saw. And it's like, this is going to be spooky, scary. Um, right. Oh, so yes. I mean, totally. I mean, I'm right there with you, Mike. I basically went into this knowing nothing. I went in completely blind. I watched the trailer and the, but the trailer, I got to give credit to the marketing because the trailer doesn't give anything away, really. The tone of it, that kind of thing. And so often now you see so much spoilers in trailers, right? So I was really impressed with that. But I, So I saw the trailer, purposely didn't look at any reviews or anything. And I just knew there was some kind of crazy twist g- generally. And I was like, I'm just going to go into this with no expectations. And it was completely different than what I was expecting. So that kind of, that part of it blew me away. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah good yeah. point. Yeah. Drew Goddard did it almost a decade ago. And I guess I guess you were right off pod, Joe. We were like saying, when can we bring up spoilers? But I mean, my outfit alone is kind of a spoiler if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> no. And I think you really <laughs> can't approach this film without saying spoiler alert. So if you haven't seen it, see it, you know, and then, you know, join us totally. again. Yeah, I would say this is definitely one where you want to see it before you see like i think the the experience for me was better going in completely blind and i sure. would have been it, w- it would have been actively worse for me if i knew the spoiler going into it so i say if you haven't seen it go see it first because it's you're not going to want to ruin the surprise for well, yourself let's let's even say this the our approach to it guys was joe and i saw it uh, a week ago sort of hinted at our feelings about it and and uh, uh me personally i watched it a little late like two days after it was released where i just kind of had to because i was like oh the discourse on this thing really is going i don't want to be spoiled Damn. and then you guys now have come to it so I'm, I'm kind of curious just about everybody's opinion on it well if let's we could start, start there. then did you like yeah. it? with you two because you were the first ones to see it joe where did you land on it because you, you saw it before me and uh, jacob and them look like i said big james wan fan um 
I've watched the entire Conjuring series and their spinoffs and the entire Saw franchise in the last uh, three months because they're on HBO. I love the director. Super excited. So this was a day one watch for me. Uh, I hated this movie. I do not oh, like wow. it. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, I, wow. Um, I think I'd hate it less if everyone stopped saying that there's a twist in it. Because I don't think there's a twist in it. Like, hmm. I think well, there is a very clear story that just happens. Like, I, I, I don't know. We'll get more I, into it. But my initial thought is, like, I think I hate this movie because everyone likes it so much. But ultimately, <laughs> it just kind of misses the mark for me. When I say when we say twist, it's more like a reveal, which the ultimate reveal shot is so funny to me. I started laughing out loud. But yeah. Colin, yeah, you, you felt that, totally different about this, right? That, well, Jacob, that's fine. I'll even defend to the point of halfway through this movie, when a woman falls through a ceiling and another character says, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I paused it and said out loud, this is amazing. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I don't feel that strongly about this movie. It, it was like a cool, I don't know, just it's one of those movies where I've never seen anything like it before. And you're just like, yeah, thank God that exists. I don't know that I'll ever see it again, but boy, I, I fucking loved it in the moment. Gotcha. I watched it twice because I was like, maybe I'm being wow. really harsh. Maybe I'm being really harsh. Mm. I watched it again. I was like, no, this is so missing the mark for me. And like, we'll talk about horror tropes and stuff as we go on. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but you guys, you know, after... After having those Colin and I opposing views, where yeah. where, where did you guys land? Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, well so for me, you know, we I saw you know Colin said you gotta watch this is crazy. Then Joe said uh, I didn't like it, <laughs> uh, but I went into it, so I had no, no idea what to expect. I say uh, the for the first two thirds of the movie, I was like, uh, this is really like boring, really kind of cliche. I don't know what's what's happening. I'm very confused. The last 20 to 30 minutes of the movie, I the real tone of the movie, I think, is is revealed. And it kind of makes the, like, it almost makes the first two-thirds better because uh, <laughs> it's just so so crazy. So I was like, it was just such an out there kind of movie that I didn't, I had no idea what to expect. But I ended mm. up really enjoying it just because of how crazy it gets at the end i guess gotcha i'm a little bit kind of in the same boat as jacob where the first couple thirds of it i'm like all right it's like it's really not that scary there's some you know some some intense stuff happening like with the relationship with the husband it's like oh shit you know like there's some stuff here but it's kind of slow pace and i'm like i can't tell if this is good or bad or if i'm just (laughs) bored and then two thirds in i'm like this is what this movie really is. And then it gives effect the right, way you look yes. at that first two thirds. I, I agree with you guys. But again, I would like to point out the opening of this movie is the a opening up yeah. CGI <laughs> shot on like yeah. a castle slash insane asylum for the criminal insane. Yeah. yeah. So, so here's my problem with everything you guys yeah. are saying is like, yeah. hey, for an hour, it sucks. And it's really poorly <laughs> yeah. written, paced, and performed. But then it gets really goofy and fun. Yeah. Should have been goofy and fun the whole time, man. He the the tone of this movie, it the shift in the tone is right. not earned to me. Like mm. this should have been either a segment in the new VHS movie coming out or oh. it should have been like drag me to hell. It should have been more Raimi. Like oh. go for it if you're going to go for it. Don't give me a half-assed boring 
uh, 55 minutes and then a fun Gaio romp for the last, you know, 20 to 30 minutes. Well, yeah, I I do. Like the ending is fun, but like it's not earned. And I hate that people are like, it's a masterpiece. This is so great. And it's like, I wouldn't say it's a masterpiece. I don't know. know. I agree. I agree with some of your criticisms, Joe, for sure. I thought, you know, the acting was really bad. Uh, the writing was bad. The editing was really weird with the like the the song that would come in and sometimes like the "Where's Your well, Mind" well, instrumental. Well, what is going on with of "Where Is My so, Mind"? Yeah. So, yeah. Jacob, I feel like you should go off on this for about twenty minutes. <laughs> what is going on with people using this song this summer in horror mm-hmm. movies? Well, I think the Pixies are really kind of in like they're retro in now because they were big in the late 80s and 90s and now that's kind of the era where things are retro and they're cool again so we gotta retire it we're done what's normies like us we are officially saying right here let's put it in the done bin guys that song is retired well i think after fight club no one did it for a long time but now it's like open book again it's it's orange cassidy's entrance music for aew it is a wrestling intro song that's been in like every horror movie for the last seven months yeah right. but i mean it's thematically works in this one more than most weirdly I think, just because well, of, hold on in yeah. this movie these characters are losing their mind now what song <laughs> should i sort of work into the that's a real original here? suicide yeah, just from squad the opening <laughs> yeah. level of thought like you said the opening scene um i was super confused i was like what's happening then it cuts to this lady she's like getting domestically abused i'm like what the fuck is happening who what is going on with like the most it's it's either so on the nose it hurts mm. or it's so off the nose that you're like falling asleep you know what i mean like it's like yeah. she's in a domestic uh, abuse situation well, it just like, drops you right in it's like who conversation is this lady? head through wall like yeah what the fuck yeah, and there's several scenes brutal. where i was very confused i mean this is my own fault but for a long for longer than i would want to admit i was very confused by the so the lady that does the tours that gets kidnapped i thought that was the other lady I thought that was our main lead. The girl who was the princess? Yes, me too. Halfway through, I'm like, I don't know any of these women characters. (laughs) But now, now, Jacob, you laid it all out. And clearly, Joe has agreed with you. Bad editing, bad script. Um, Mike, are you kind of feeling this way too? I'm, I'm thinking that like a lot of people after finishing it, that that's all on purpose. Like it's the whole movie. That's what I'm saying. It's like. Right. <laughs> right. How much of this movie is on purpose? How much is a joke? I don't think you can ever use that excuse. I, I know Joe and I feel very strongly about bad for the sake of being bad, you know, and making stuff like that. I, I, I'm, the, I'm not sure you can ever lean on that crutch. I'm, yeah. Well, you can I argue you, that you can if it's it, if it plays, if it feels uh, intentional. Yeah, it does not in this yeah. movie. Like if like if you compare it to something like Hatchet, which came out, you know, in like the late aughts like that is what this movie wanted to be it is a throwback to the supernatural slashers right. which is a genre that's kind of dormant um and and it it plays to the cheese it it it, it, it it's like like eating nachos and this is like you're eating regular chips that are stale and then at the end someone drops all the toppings and like you, you try to chow down in like the last five minutes you know what i mean <laughs> well i think that's the thing joe is like 
it's kind of it's a B movie homage, right? But it's like so subtle. You don't you don't really know that until the end, and so the whole time you're watching, you're like, is this bad or is it like intentionally bad? Is it a joke? You know, is it homage? Is it camp? Is it we intentional him camp? Wrong as a yeah. prank. What are they? Yes, Kung Pao reference. We don't get enough on the show. <laughs> yes, Thank you. Yeah. Right. So it's like yeah for. All that stuff is kind of boring. The the detective plot it feels very kind of cliched and stereotypical. But then you I mean, get to right the, out of Saw, the reveal, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like the characters are so uninspired. Like I didn't feel anything for any of these characters. Uh, but before you get to the reveal, yeah. just the uh, you know, I'm not going to defend all those elements. I it does work for me. Again, I've only seen it once. I, I cannot attest to the editing. That song was driving me crazy too. The script with the miscarriages and stuff, I think that's kind of interesting and original to start it out with the domestic abuse stuff to be like, we keep fucking losing these things. Will you knock it out? And they're kind of fighting each other. Yeah. I mean, like, again, it's treated like Joe said, so on the nose, it hurts almost like the husband is like, oh, why are you back from work? Fuck. Right. Let me watch you. Yeah. Right. And that's the first scene we ever see with that guy. But thematically, the idea. It's like we don't even know who these people are. Right. It has, has a lot of, it has some, something behind it, you know, like why, why does she keep yeah. having miscarriages and we find out why later and it's like, oh shit, that's actually kind of a compelling idea. Yeah. That's a compelling idea that's put into a terrible movie and like you can't <laughs> make the argument of like, it's on purpose, but if it's on purpose, why is this really nice nugget just like shoved in there and then brought up way later. It feels like he had a premise and then just kind of wrote some scenes to get there and ended up with like, Mm. you know, 45 minutes that should have been on the cutting room floor. Well, even the way it's structured, I think it's like um, the first scene, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And looking back, everything makes sense once you totally understand what's going on. But it's also like the only movie where I guessed what was going on, but then was also still surprised when that was the reveal because the reveal is just so visually insane to me. I just (laughs) like, like, that's the thing. People keep saying like, oh, the twist, the twist is crazy. I've never seen a crazy twist like that. In the first 15 minutes of the movie, you know that that's the plot of the movie. Like, you see... The creature an alien or backwards. a monster. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you see, her you don't, head is you don't bleeding have the full explanation. Like, it gives you very obvious clues, and I yeah. think it's. Um, There's like a I think that's kind of the genius it. of the movie, though. Yeah, yeah, the genius of the movie is like it telegraphs what's going on the whole time, but then the end is still so insane that you're still like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" <laughs> you know. Uh, for me, last if you're question do that, to the quality of it all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'll ask you this directly, Joe. Is the if if there had been better actors, these there are no stars. There there are no one across the board in this movie that you would recognize for anything. Annabelle Wallace is from the first Annabelle movie, meaning she's been in a Conjuring verse one associated or before. She plays herself. Annabelle's like first owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little doll. Oh sure. Yeah, but Joe, does it take away from the B movie if you get stars? Would it help if you had gotten good people in there or hurt the film? I don't think the B movie is a fair argument. To me, it's not trying to be a B movie. It's trying to be a genre that doesn't really exist anymore. Um, And that's not necessarily like a B movie. To me, it's more like, you know, there's some Italian elements in there. There's some 70s and 80s elements in there. And like, 
I don't, I don't know, like the B movie of it. I think people are just attributing because it's bad. Well, and I think there's, like, um, <laughs> you know, early Cronenberg body horror type stuff. Um, yeah, but those aren't B movies. B for so, yeah, Dario Argento, obviously, like Suspiria is a big influence, but it's not yeah. as good as Suspiria. I mean, even, you know, Freddy Krueger, like this is a supernatural slasher movie with Gaio influences. That is how I would define it. It's not a B movie. It's just so poorly done that people are like, it's like a B movie. And it's like, that's not. Well, I guess the question is, we don't know how, how intentional it was to make it bad. I guess, I guess if your, if your argument is that it shouldn't, like if you're making it intentionally bad, that's not good. Then that makes sense. But I just don't know what James Wan's intentions were, I guess. You shouldn't have that question if that wasn't intention, right. is my point. Like, <laughs> and like, you don't need to make it bad on purpose, but the tone needs to be like consistent. You know what I mean? Like, It needs to match. You need to believe that the first half makes sense in the world of the second half, and I did not. That's kind of like, where... I feel like if you start the movie an hour and 15 minutes in... I would love it. And, and yeah, and I want to I throw this to Colin, too, about kind of that tonal difference. Because Jacob mentioned the first scene is, like, crazy, and they give you a lot of clues. And then we're talking, like, the hospital. There's, like, a massacre scene where the patient goes crazy, and this is going to be our big villain. You don't really see clearly what's going on. So it opens with this crazy, over-the-top kind of gore fest um, that's very stylized. And then we're just back to your typical conjuring universe New England house shit, right? Like it's this, it right. feels like a different totally. movie at that point. And then again, two thirds of the way through, it becomes that first movie again. So I do feel like with Joe, they are, it is disjointed. Colin, how do you feel or how can you explain that or justify it? You know, it's, it's, as somebody likes this, uh, just find that movie that you, back to you. Like, it's not bad. <laughs> Answer this real quick though. Scarlett Johansson, better movie. She's the lead in this. I think if you have an A-list cast, oh, hold on, a bunch but of, like, that is my question, Mike. <laughs> better, better movie or worse because it's an a I kind of say star. better because I want to see her do this material. <laughs> I want to see her run backwards. <laughs> yeah. um, to answer your tone question, look, I don't know. Is that intentional? I don't know. Too? It's it's well, it's as intentional as a backwards person. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> look, it's um, God, I don't know. I don't know. I, again... Well, let's reveal that. I liked it. Right? Okay, yeah. well, I just want to say, I guess my disagreement with Joe is that I think the badness and the boringness in the middle kind of lulls you into a sense of like, oh, you know what kind of movie this is. It's not very good. And then the end is just so wacky that that's what kind of makes it for me. But I guess that's just a difference of opinion. If you went and opinion. saw this in a theater plain, and you yeah. paid $20 and you have a snack and you're in the movie theater... Are you, like, happy to have paid that money for James Wan to pull a prank I, on you? No, but this probably isn't the kind of movie I would see in theaters generally. Oh, well, you can go to horror movies okay. in theaters. Hey, thank you, Mike. Yeah. And Jacob, if I was walking out of that thing, I would actually be happy I saw this because the four other people in there, I'd be like, could you believe what that was? <laughs> like, we would just yell at each other across the room and some guy would be like, yeah, I yeah. had no idea. Right, right. So, so let's do it. Let's reveal the thing, and then we let, let's let the cat out of yeah. the bag. Let's, let's have, talk about Gabriel. Let's okay. let the Gabriel out of the <laughs> head, right? Gabriel, <laughs> the new classic movie monster up there with uh, Michael Myers and Freddy, right? Yep, yep. Uh, here's, he's, so, he's crowning. Yeah. Here's so. Oh, here's please. the plot, Mike. Mike, do this real quick. Okay. Of a woman, you know, is having issues at home.
so she's having issues with her husband. They've been having miscarriages. She has an argument with the husband who's abusive, pushes her into a wall. She has head trauma. After receiving the head trauma, strange things start to happen. They remind her of her youth where she had an invisible friend named Gabriel who would sometimes tell her and compel her to do things against her will, oftentimes violent things. Um, and now all of the doctors that helped her when she was a child are being grisly, grisly murdered by supposedly Gabriel is back, the invisible friend, and we're led to believe it's a supernatural force, perhaps, that she's connected to in some way. But we find out she is connected to in a it is very in literal fact. and very direct way. Very li- Malignant, so the- literally, right, Jacob? It is a parasitic it- twin. Demon yes, it twin. answers the question, what if Voldemort just stayed on the back of that guy's head the whole time? <laughs> the back of Harry Potter episode. <laughs> Yeah, that's what would happen. Yeah, no, that's the thing is, I guessed, I kind of guessed what was happening, but I thought like it was going to be her twin that was like separated at birth, and it was going to be like a little deformed guy. But then it just oh. the reveal of it when it <laughs> swings around on her right in the hospital or whatever, and then you just see the little guy on the back of her with his little arms. I laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! But like they're so it's Please so don't. clear up to that point. They're literally one malignant cancer. She says she has cancer when yes. she was a kid. No, no, I got the that. tumor. Yeah, I like, thought it was going to be a separate. I thought they separated like, it. Let me there's hear. Like, yeah. Somewhere between fifteen and a thousand different points where she's like something spooky happens. Let me feel my back of my it head. Touches oh, your head. The open wound in the back of my head is still bleeding for some reason. <laughs> and then they just show you the killer, and he's a backwards man. Well, yeah. like, pause, Joe. Pause. Immediately, I was like, "Oh, it's on the back of her head." Okay, Wait, no, stop. That's don't. what this movie is. By the time we got the chase, which you guys say the cop stuff is dumb. I think it's worth it just for that chase and how visually stunning it is, the use of color. When they go down in that steam room and it's all red and crazy and you see a backwards man running away like this. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I like this Gabriel. Rules. The what? manifestation Dude. of Gabriel <laughs> moving, doing everything backwards. I liked it. I thought it was cool. Uh, I do too. Nervous. I think it's a great villain. Yeah. Yes. We need why more is of it. it in this? Like, why is it in this movie? <laughs> why is that hilarious. not it's the movie man over the top? Should have shown up to fight Gabriel. I'm telling you, when they show the doctors like oh, push yeah. him into her brain, like it's so oh. intense, so over the, the top, so, so they, ridiculous. They try to remove the malignant um, twin. Basically, they they were two embryos that fused together, and they're like, "All right, this thing's got electricity powers, and it's evil. We're just going to get rid of it." And then they're like, "Oh, we couldn't get rid of all of it. Just fucking shove it in there." <laughs> it makes no That'll fucking do. sense. The it's so fucking is, stupid. The doctor says, "My God, it speaks now," and pulls out some sort of deer hunting rifle that I've never seen before. The strangest <laughs> gun on the planet. Yeah. Never mind the, the questions of like, yeah. why does he have? powers why is he super strong when he fights right. why does he it have doesn't make any fucking sense but it's it's Jacob, great because anything he could do it's i could amazing. do too right but he's like stronger mm-hmm. than a normal human when he nice. fights people <laughs> so, so, so let, let me ask you guys this if yeah. you were a serial killer who was also telekinetic would you still stab people and like run around and do it, or would you just use your powers to kill them? Well, I have a flair for the dramatic, you see, and I have to make a point by using yeah. the statue, the medical so statue, I, to I've kill them. I've never like right. you know like run around before, so like I gotta like get out while I can, you know. <laughs> right, yeah, right. He's basically just going out for a walk. Um, but I do think Gabriel's gonna be like an enduring 
uh, movie, you know, villain. He's got the costume. He's got the classic weapon, you know. I I bothered to watch it. He needs to stay in the zeitgeist. Gabriel needs to be in in the dark universe as, like, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Like, that is now her and Gabriel. Yes. No, the Mike, what was the universe M. Night tried to make with, like, Unbreakable and, like, the the split split. Backwards man, Gabriel Come on, yeah, I totally. And then the big, the big fight scene at the end—it's so off-putting when you see like her face on the back of him when he's like fighting backwards. I thought that was really cool. I thought that was well done. Thrilling. Yeah, it's like the Matrix too. The choreography <laughs> just goes over the freaking top. Shout it's out! Very to interesting that we did so the Matrix insane. before yeah. this, Mike. Yeah, so here's a th- here's the um, thing a lot of people have described, you know, seeing reviews and stuff. They're like, oh, it's like, yeah, throwback to schlock. We've been throwing that word around, right? But to me, schlock is when something is bad on accident. You don't yes. make schlock intentionally. You can right. homage it, but you don't actually make it, right? So that's where I'm at. And maybe, Joe, Plan is that kind of where you Mike feel? is schlock? Kind of. Like an accident. Yeah. Like the room <laughs> is an accident. Yeah. The room. It's tough because, like, if you restructure this movie to not try to hide the best parts of this movie and shoehorn them in all at the end, and you restructure it so you have the beginning, you see what he is, you see the girl, you knew she had cancer, and then you cut to this girl is living with this secret, but you already know it as the audience, it could work. Like, I just feel like. Irony. Yeah, I, I feel like it James Wan so got a blank check and was job. like. What would it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like people think it's funny because it wasted their time. This movie. <laughs> I, it was worth it for me to watch because of the ending. And I think I don't know if it's schlock, but I think it's more of an homage to, like I said, like early Cronenberg, like The Brood. Um, you have that body horror stuff at the end, where with the you know just his face and like coming out of her and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, Little arms. I you get know, vibes I, from I, like I the. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say early no, 2000s. The, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I think that's like the last time people tried this. They're, they're like, like Darkness Falls was like a tooth fairy movie. That was oh, kind of the yeah. last time we tried. Darkness Falls. Um, it was like the last time we, we really tried this genre, which is a genre that is like really American and really not at the same time, which is, you know, right. like this is like, like Gabriel's Freddy Krueger. There's not a difference there. He is a right. supernatural I want the normies slasher. to appreciate. Joe came with receipts. Dropping these yeah. fucking references. Fucking Freddy yeah. and Darkness Falls. I agree 100% with you. That's right, but the thing is, you know, f- with what I appreciated was just how far it goes because you don't see, like, Freddy-type things anymore. Usually, I thought it was going to be more of a supernatural, like, ghost element or something, and it wasn't going to be as... Uh, violent and graphic at the end um, with the fight scenes and stuff for me that kind of puts it over the top where I was impressed because I didn't see that aspect of it coming and they were and to pitching me, that makes it, it good. they were pitching it as a James Wan spooky ghost movie right there yeah. was right, no right. at no time during the marketing where we hinted that this is going to be fucking insane yeah, right? but to me and it doesn't, hurts it doesn't it. go far enough like mm. Again, Drew Goddard did that better in 2012 with Cabin in the Woods, 
where the marketing right. didn't show you at all what that movie was. And then you get it and it's funny, but still a little spooky. And there's a lot of gore and there's all these different creatures and stuff like that. No, I wouldn't put it on the same <laughs> level as Cabin in the Woods for sure. I think I'm a big fan of that movie too. Uh, but like that prison scene when, you know, Gabriel comes out and just starts fucking people up. Uh, you <laughs> yeah, know, I was losing my shit. I was the largest it. holding uh, cell yeah. in the history of holding cells. <laughs> yeah, yeah, easily. <laughs> I was just yeah, so... It, over it at that point and like even the second the second time like i you know i was able to like laugh at it a little bit more but by the time we got to it my first viewing i was like you wasted an hour of my life to get to this and it doesn't like now the payoff is wasted you know what i mean like it's Mm. like which is like another like film school thing like i don't know if you guys remember there's i think it's jean-luc godard has like a, a, a 15 minute long tracking shot and the whole point of it is that it's designed to like annoy you because it's such a long tracking shot and it's just a, of traffic and right. then you get to the end and you see like a gnarly car accident and it's like oh see you were getting annoyed but look at all this carnage <laughs> right and, and my my feelings then are the same i have now where it's like i don't fucking care that's not gnarly <laughs> enough like the payoff isn't <laughs> worth the intentional like right. weight so I have a question then, because yeah, the typical, you know, this is one of my favorite. I don't even know if it counts as B, but like the Pumpkinhead movie for a structural example. Pumpkinhead uh, you sure. introduce, one. You introduce the the monster. You introduce like why it exists and what its goal is, and you know that it's there kind of from the first act, and then it, the rest of it is just how do the heroes manage this situation? That's yeah. maybe how this should have been structured. I agree with you there. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. To me, like you could take all of these elements and rearrange them and make something better. Sure. Uh, and something that like, yeah, I think we, pays better homage to what I felt it was going for. Like there are some people like the discourse that I can't stand is like, if you didn't like it, then you just don't get it. Like you don't understand sure, that. Yeah. Type I don't of yeah. movie. No, that's yeah. stupid. Like, I just think like, I've seen a lot of that and it's like, no, I get it. Yeah. I just think it was poorly done. I just think it's, mm. it's, it's a fun movie in the end. If you, if you enjoyed it, then you enjoyed it. If you didn't, you didn't. But it, I don't think uh, it's it's. There's nothing really to get. I think for me, uh, I really thought the twist was going to be like a separate twin that was separated at birth, and I thought like the back of their head was like phantom pains from when it was there or something. <laughs> so the twist that it was her the whole times backwards was really funny to me. Uh, I should have put two <laughs> two and two together. Probably most people will, I guess. But uh, it's it's su- oh. it's such a stupid idea. And it's so over the top, yeah. but I just appreciate yep. him going for it, I guess. Hearing you say, when you find out that it was her backwards the whole time. Uh, the first yeah. time you see Gabriel, I, I knew exactly what it was. Like, I don't, like, it's so obvious. And maybe it's because, like, I had paused it to go to the bathroom before and, like, I thought about it, you know what I mean? But, like, when you see the creature for the first time, it's moving backwards. And then oh, the yeah. next scene, you cut to her and she's feeling the back of her head, which is just an open wound. But I literally thought that was like phantom mm-hmm. pains. And then I thought he goes backwards There's because he blood. was cut off they from her as a baby. Blood on I do her this hand. idea that the killer was like this big to Jacob because <laughs> it was like a little too hallucinating. No, but like he grew at the same time. So like he was separated at birth, but then he grew up into this like deformed backwards monster. And then he was living in her attic the whole time. Yeah. I, I, I would yeah, that. Well, we find out. Oh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. Please, you. Uh, yeah, we find out, you know, the, the lady that he kidnaps is her birth mother, which, which I was I confused about. That. that was her. Yeah. 
Was anyone else confused with this? I thought it was our lead character also doing spooky tours Again. of the Seattle Underground. Yes, for all <laughs> the women long time, in this movie. I thought it was the same character. Very well, confusing. One of them is looking. blonde, so that well, you know. yeah. Well, and I think one that's glasses. Yeah. The reason well. we thought that is because that's her birth mother. We find out she was adopted, so obviously mm-hmm. she looks like her birth mother. And then when I realized that, I was like, oh yeah, I guess this lady's a little older, but they do look very yeah. similar. <laughs> that's what right. I was like. That's what I was like. Oh, so the sister's a little girl still. And then five minutes later, I was, when they were watching the tapes, I was like, wait, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> that's just like so completely I, I thought at some point that Gabriel had her tied up in the attic yeah. and I thought it was like a yes. mental prison. I, right? I thought there was that's time why I was dilation very confused. stuff, Mike. I was, like, I was yeah, very confused so with the editing because of that. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Because I was like, wait, so yeah, we cut from her being tied up to like her, you know, doing whatever. And I'm like, wait, so I thought, yeah, there was different times that was cutting back and forth too. So it took me a long time to figure that out. So I'm glad I'm not the only one. Casting directors to blame. Purposeful? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Was it intentionally confusing to tell what was going on? (laughs) Like, like, I'm not buying that argument. Uh, it could yeah. have been. Uh, there was some cool camera tricks, though. I'll give them that. Like, yes, Gabriel's the character overhead. design is awesome. There were some yeah. really cool overhead shots, some some nice like through building shots. Like, I loved all that. Yeah, and um, the scenes where she witnesses the murders and it goes like there's that effect where she like yeah. That oh was no, cool. I hated that effect. Oh, you didn't like, like that? <laughs> no, I, oh. I don't understand why they just put like an After Effects template over it where she's like. <laughs> See, she's watching it, and it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah, she's she's kind of teleporter. <laughs> it looks like, yeah, yeah, but even when, yeah, when crushing. Gabriel was moving backwards, like you said, it sounds stupid, but I thought the execution of it was well done. The way he moved, it's very off-putting, and the way he fights and stuff, I was like, what the fuck is going on? He fights like a vampire in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Wow, wow, very you know, intriguing. Um, in that head, he learned, like, 20 years of kung fu. Right, well, there's so much of it that doesn't make sense. Why does he have super strength? Why can he control electricity? Specifically uh, that one. Like, <laughs> he can why? control electricity. <laughs> <laughs> he talk on the phone to make it look like it's not her, just to throw us off the set. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. where I'm with Joe, where right, he's like, much. come on. Exactly, exactly, that's why, but... You just wrote that in because you were like, I, I don't know. How do I throw him off the trail, right? Well, if Gabriel uses a phone, psychic electricity power. All right. Right. But that, I think that kind of works calls. for it because I think the strength of this movie. Seven days. It, for me, was the misdirection of the marketing in the first part of the movie. And so, I think it's yeah. a, it is like an experience, but I don't think I would go back it's and just rewatch a prank it. bro. Yeah. It's just yeah. a prank bro. <laughs> Give me your money. That's basically bro. it. We're all talking mm-hmm. about the films we were thinking about while watching it. I, I was thinking about Jacob and the Suicide Squad. Literally how you were saying, I knew who was going to die based on the marketing. I kind of had a feeling it was going to happen. Again, Jacob, I'm with you. I didn't know fucking jack shit about what this fucking movie was about. Who was in it? Anything. Yeah. I kept expecting at the end, like, maybe some bigger people would come. Um, I, is it successful because of that? I think so to me. That's that's why I liked it because I thought it was going to be like a supernatural ghost type thing, like an insidious or conjuring, and it was a little different than I expected, and I just had no idea going into it. So having zero expectations, it kind of uh, impressed me, and so I liked it. Yeah, I, I'm kind of in the it's just a prank bro mindset. I think everyone's kind of still reeling from Gabriel doing Matrix backflips and chair foo, a la Jackie Chan. Yeah, um, but. 
I, I don't think it's something that, you know, we're coming up on spooky season. We're going to be doing our Halloween stuff. You know, mm. I don't think this is something I'll be revisiting in the future. It just reminded me of things like Pumpkinhead that I like a lot better or I know what you did last summer that are better examples of this type of genre right. with like an totally. iconic killer and a trench okay, coat or something. To compare it to, again, to Cabin in the Woods, right? Even that I knew was going to be more of a comedy like satire going into it. Oh, okay. of the Joss Whedon. Oh, yeah, okay. well, even the the quippy dialogue, you know, so I knew it was going to be have comedy. I didn't know the extent of like it was going to be, a, you know, how how good it was actually going to be. Meta. But I I didn't think it was going to be a straight super, you know, I didn't think it was going to be a completely straight movie. This movie, to me, other than like the first scene, which I you don't understand right away, I was like, this is like a very straight ahead, like supernatural thriller kind of movie. And then it kind of pulls the rug out. And so I like that aspect of it. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's just not earned. Like, if you're going to do that, you need to earn it. Like, like Cabin in the Woods does, like Drag Me to Hell does. Um, and if you're going to, like, flip the script, because the other thing is people are like, it's intentional, it's crazy, it's out there. And it's like, do we know that? Or do we think the guy who created his first franchise off of a ending of a Mad Max movie kind of grew <laughs> up on movies like this and thinks they're cool and was trying oh, yeah. to make it serious like right well that's what, the thing is we don't know this is like yeah yeah i don't know i don't know i guess if Again, it works like, for you it works if it doesn't it doesn't but i don't think yeah. uh you know i think we kind of agree overall what the movie is right can, can i can i throw out two interesting points just I, i'm thinking about while you guys are talking think about another blank check movie Ryan Johnson's. Um, I thought you were just going to say blank check, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> I <laughs> think about the classic blank check. No, yeah. um, uh, what's it called? You know, stab, Miss Stabby mystery movie. Knives out. What's that called? Knives, Knives out. Thank out. you, um, In between Star Wars is in between. You're selling your soul to the big production company. He gets all the stars in the world for a one of a kind original film. James Wan has the exact same scenario. He gets nobody to do a dirty little nothing. It's interesting. And then I, I think on that, guys. And then I just want to throw out to you, you know, uh, to, to all you guys, Mike said Spooktober is coming up. I, I was going to wait to watch this for spooky season coming up. Again, the discourse was kind of too much. I, I kind of wanted to jump on it. This is one of those dumb HBO Max window things uh, where it's, it's not going to be on there 14th, for... I think. It, it, right. It's not going to be on for most of October, Joe. Eh. Why wouldn't they have released this as just a fun thing to have all October long? You know, kick off with HBO Max with crazy malignant, right? Well, because if you don't yeah. catch it, then you can go see it in theaters in October, I guess. But, uh, you know, I saw it for free, so I can't be too too mad at it. <laughs> yeah, right. Did you see it for free or do you pay 10 bucks a month to have access? Like, did you pay well, 10 bucks to see it? I would have paid that either way. I guess free is a I relative guess. term, yeah. Yeah. It's free. Well, it's free. I, I paid point, monthly. If yeah. you were, it's not like I bought HBO Max to watch Malignant, right? I, man, like I, when I saw Cabin in the Woods in the theaters, I adored it, like right away. Uh, someone I went with hated it. They were like, "That's not the movie I thought it was going to be." I'm really mad that I paid to see that. Yeah, I feel like I would have felt that way coming out of Malignant had this been a universe where I went to the theaters to see it, which I probably would have because again, right. Like, big horror fan big james uh wan fan like i you know i like the conjuring movies minus some of the like super preachy christian propaganda but
For sure. No, I think, yeah, Cabin in the Woods, way better movie. That's, like, for me, one of my favorite, like, satire movies of all time. Um, this movie, yeah, if I saw it in theaters, if I paid money for it, I wouldn't be super happy about <laughs> it. Um, but I like when movies kind of pull the rug out and turn into something that I didn't expect them to be, even if it's not totally working all the way, because I kind of zoned out through the middle of this movie a lot too, where I was just like, eh, whatever, but it then really it pulls works me back when in. you do that. <laughs> hey, if you spend the first act on your phone, beautiful. Chef's kiss. It's like somebody yeah. gives you a burger and then you eat half of it and they say, that's a plant burger. What? <laughs> but it's free. Gotcha. But it's free. Pepsi right. challenge. They were both Pepsi, Mike? Yeah, they, yeah, but they were both free. That's the best part. It's like, oh, okay, I guess I'm not that mad. I didn't lose any money on it. Um, but so often now you see trailers, you see marketing, you know exactly what you're getting when you go into a movie. This one, it's like, I even texted you guys beforehand. I was like, is this like super spooky? Am I going to yeah. be scared to watch it <laughs> alone at night? And uh, it, Was it scary? No, I don't think it was scary because it's so over the top by the end yeah. that it takes all the, the, the right. actual it scariness out of scariest. it. I thought my response oh, to that text was very... Uh, nice right like i didn't say anything bad i didn't try to like sway you anyway i was right. like no you're not gonna be too spooked from it yeah just watch it it's not that I thought type from of the trailer movie. i thought it was gonna have a lot of jump scares and that's what i don't like is just like jump scares like in a house alone or something like that you know where then i look in the doorway and i think i see a shadow or something it's not yeah. like that in this movie the first sequence of gabriel attacking the husband is like that because like that. we yeah. realize yeah. that anytime she sees Gabriel, it's like a hallucination or something. So that is the scariest sequence, um, I guess. And that gets out of the way early. But that, I mean, that guy, I thought the opening was really like, once you're like kind of in there and it has this almost has, it has like a, like a Hollywood horror nights feel to it. You know what I mean? Like you're walking through this scene where some sort of lab accident is happening. Like, Right, I thought yeah. that was probably one of the, the strongest intrigue for me, at least. Do, Joe, do you think these guys have that in mind? Because this would be such a good in-person interaction to be chased person. by Gabriel. Like a fucking <laughs> oh, Mike totally. running at us <laughs> yeah, right yeah. now. Some fucking <laughs> maniac backwards oh, guy. Yeah. I could use some extra money, too. Halloween's coming up. Let me uh, get to, go to HBO Horror Nights. Um, yeah. I mean, potentially. I, I, I don't know. I think he really wanted to create a pumpkin head, a hatchet, uh you know, a Freddy. Like, I think that's what he was going for. Sure. Well, how many, you know, yeah. new characters like that have we gotten recently? Not very many, Annabelle. really. We've had, like, what, the Bye Bye Man, Hoobastank <laughs> uh, Stank or whatever. Paimon, the demon from uh, <laughs> that very scary movie. <laughs> yeah. The, what was the Hoobastank? The Babadook. The Hoobastank. Babadook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Babadook is, like, the closest thing. The Hoobastank. The Hoobastank's coming. <laughs> the Hoobastank. Oh, I found a reason for me to kill you. <laughs> yeah, I've got a great and the reason pitch. is you uh, die. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's, there's a bunch of movies that try to make them. They just don't stick because I think audiences don't fall for that kind of shit anymore. Uh, and yeah. like in that way, I was super excited to see what he was going for. Um, but you know what? Halloween Kills comes out October 15th. So yeah, but we'll see it many, actually done well. How many Halloween movies can they really make though? A million. Never say never. Michael Myers to me is not as interesting of a character now than like seeing someone oh, like Gabriel. Because he's not psychic. Because <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> walk backwards and yeah, talk to him. Yeah, he doesn't walk backwards, man. Uh, I guess the most memorable seen, um, new ones I've seen is like uh, uh, 
what's that? The mo- It follows. That was probably the most oh, memorable yeah, yeah. one that You're I can right. think of. And that doesn't have a distinct identity because it changes all the it time. It follows as right? think- trash. <laughs> that's me. I that's like my that hot take. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't like the third. I don't like that movie. movie. I don't like the bitch. I like, um, the I like all these the movies. Yeah. They're great. They're all things I've never Hereditary. seen before. That movie, a baby gets eaten. And this movie, a guy <laughs> walks backwards. That's great. They're both great. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I think the best example for this is in like recent times is Hatchet. Like, have you guys seen that one? It's I haven't in, seen that. It's an eighties. I don't think supernatural slasher about a. A backwoods, uh, you know, big yeah. spooky. Is he a man? Is he a monster? And then you see him, and he's a monster. Got it. I think there's oh. like three or four of them now, but like that's what they were going for with that. Is very much, you know. But the tone is earned to me. Like it's consistent the whole way through. I always appreciated like, um, not. Yeah, like the Hills Have Eyes remake. I, I think did a good job of like that kind of crazy ass from like a, the 70s era kind of bringing it back but it kind of it worked for me anyway but this not a home run interesting idea and i think it's just so crazy that everyone's talking about it and most people are watching it yes. for free and even we have like a lot of varied opinions on it and like i like for right. me the iconography of gabriel not like that he's the backwards brain man but the idea of like like I said, I did. Um, I know what you did last summer. This the black coat with the iconic weapon, whether it's a hook or the right. scream yeah. guy with a knife. Mike, like that, he that has word. a solid gold dagger in this, Mike. That's like religious. <laughs> there was a trophy. He mentioned it. He made yeah. it out of a medical award. out of a trophy and sharpens it's it. It's right. poetic, right? I like that. And there's yeah. like red undertones. It's a very cool costume design. Yeah. A very cool creature design. I guess that's what I'm saying. Even his just face in a better is movie. Like the, yeah, the face is interesting. Yeah, like, it's very pumpkin the head. Face the face is so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. How many? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many interesting new characters do we really get like that? Not very many, right? So yeah, so. who knows if it'll stick? But um, I wonder if the movie makes more sense if you watch it backwards. If you just press rewind. Memento. <laughs> 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 it probably would for me, to be honest. Just put I think, I, think I wouldn't. What a nice guy yeah. Gabriel is. Yeah. <laughs> just watch the last thirty minutes. That's yeah. all you need. Yeah. But uh, no, I think the and build the first up is two. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's just that's. Cut that it's, into a short I mean, film, it's a, Joe, it's, yeah. <laughs> A, VH, think, a VHS segment. That's mm-hmm. what this should have been. Yeah, I guess what it boils down to is like, if it works for you, then it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Because like, the boring, you know, ness of the middle lulls me into a, a false sense of security, and then it totally switches it on you. And that's what I actually like. You're about on the your movie. phone texting. Yeah, <laughs> you're, it lulls you're, you into checking word. your fantasy team. <laughs> like, <laughs> that doesn't you're hearing the yeah. word imaginary friend and you're kind of like nodding along and then yeah, halfway okay, through you're like, is that bitch running backwards? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, when they were yeah. in the Seattle underground with a cop, like the number of fog machines they rented for down there, I was so <laughs> impressed. I just had to shout out the even, fog machine yeah. usage. Even, even that, Mike, was even dense. the Seattle is so like James Wan just being like, yeah, even that's kind of fucking <laughs> dumb and weird. It's like it takes place in fucking Seattle. The whole yeah, climax should have happened underground, honestly. That, that set piece was awesome. should have been on the Space awesome. Needle. Oh, the Space Needle. Well, it feels like a very cheap a fight movie. A head-to-head <laughs> fight on the Space Needle. And gets, <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, all right. Like, I don't know what the actual budget of this was, but it feels like a very cheap movie. Like we said, no big actors. Uh, the writing's not great. I like the cinematography for the most part. The police station um, looks the, awesome. The kind of Blade Runner. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's like they gave him $100 million and he pocketed 99 of it. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah, it gets people talking. The old asylum method. I hope so. And, you know, I probably... 
I probably wouldn't have seen it if not for like the discourse around it. I knew that there's some kind of crazy uh, twist. Jacob, so I was like, I guess I gotta watch it. Jacob, if Joe and I had both liked it, if we had both texted like, hey, Malignant was okay, right? And Joe would have been like, yeah, that was pretty good. You would have waited till October. It's yeah. the fact that if we were both like, ah. <laughs> I had a third person, yeah. a coworker who was like, yeah, it is. It's just crazy. I'm not going to say anything, but yeah, I was in it, and then it just got crazy. So just go watch it. I'm like, all right, I guess <laughs> right. I'll give it a whirl. Yeah, I probably I wouldn't have watched more it more than Mortal Kombat, if that wow. means anything to anyone. Mortal Kombat, it does. Yeah. Oh, that's who's going to be in the Mortal, game. Mortal Kombat's like a really fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, movie. my Ar- my Arcana is Gabriel, Mike. Oh yeah, because they got. <laughs> They have Freddy and Jason and Rambo in there and RoboCop. Gabriel's next. It's Warner Brothers, baby. Gabriel, use your arcana. We're family. So you don't think this is going to spawn a big franchise with like Malignant 2 and then we'll get Gabriel versus Jason and all this stuff later on? I like that. Yeah, I don't know. I I would love a 15-minute short uh, with Gabriel. Mm. That's it, man. That's You created... A bit. You you did a big budget bit. Like that's what yeah. you did. Congratulations. That's why I don't know yeah. what Malignant Two would be because it's kind of like a one joke character. And now it's like, where do you go you, from there? All right, yeah. here's my no. pitch for Malignant Two. No. It all <laughs> takes place in the mind. They never leave <laughs> no, the mind. No, you guys aren't thinking. You guys are being Colin. so silly. Second parasitic twin. It's in your penis. Your penis and balls talk. You have to go upside down and run on your hands. <laughs> What, what was um, the the shark penis movie? Shark yeah. dick, shark penis. Yeah, shark dick. There's what a killer the shark, shark dick. dick. There's a movie called like Teeth that it's about a vagina. Yeah, it's the inverse teeth. of that. Yeah. It's a dick that's a shark. Teeth, a great example of earning the tone. Teeth is yeah, a much better yeah. movie. Stop, Jacob, than this. stop giving Joe fuel. <laughs> hey, you're making him stronger, like Gabriel. Stop giving better <laughs> words. Stop getting feeding Gabriel. <laughs> Uh, he's, yeah, he's feeding right. off of your. What do you guys? You guys think there's any like trans conversation in here? Like, do you think that was a comment that was being made? I was thinking about uh, no, and I don't want to step on this at all. <laughs> mind. Well, like sleepaway camp, right? Like that was another yes. almost hmm. influence where the twist is that. It's not a boy, it's a girl, or, or it's not a girl, yeah. it's a boy. Like, like they play on mm. that. Very transphobic. Mm. Uh, in this, yeah. you kind of have the same, there's a there's a boy in there. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, like, maybe I don't something know. there. I don't care about any of that. Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't think that's I'm in the text, but I can see where, where, where people might no, read that. There will be no reading on that in the future. <laughs> I just missed that by. Here's the thing. He's Behind the scenes, Normies. We were talking. We weren't sure what to do for this episode. You, you guys were like, let's do Malignant. We were like, yeah, okay, let's do Malignant. Yeah. Now, I said let's do Malignant before I watched it, so I had no idea what I was getting myself <laughs> in for. Well, and Jacob, and my coming in this episode, over I've, got, I've got two thoughts on that movie. This will be a 30-second episode. i got to say, I've laughed more in this one than in maybe any of our other episodes. <laughs> it's sure. Very strange. It really lends itself to that. It's Yeah, it's more of a conversation starter than a movie. <laughs> Have you seen Malignant? <laughs> hey, how are you? How's it going? Have you seen Malignant? Yes. Yes. Can I talk to you about my Lord and Savior, James Wan? Anyway, do you think there's any <laughs> trans allegories in there? Oh, wow. <laughs> no. Yeah. Get out of here. But again, I think the uh, whole movie is worth it for that one shot where it swings around to behind her. And it's just the little guy with his little <laughs> arms out. 
That uh, image was so funny to me. I like the <laughs> shot where the back of her head gives birth, and you can see him like yeah. crown yeah. through. You know yeah. what I mean? I like it all. When they push him in down into her, the doctors, that <laughs> oh, was like... There you go, uh, little guy. Just close her up. <laughs> We're done here. Stitch that back up. We're done. Get out of here. Oh, yeah, man. Again, it's Voldemort if he never... You know, if he was stayed on the back of that guy's head the whole How time. How do you just release yeah. that into the wild without like a, a care tag? Like warning, be careful of head trauma, crazy demon yeah. inside. Like you, you <laughs> don't push no her sports. against the wall or nothing. Yeah, no softball for you. None, none of that, right? Um, you got to wear a helmet, sweetie. It wouldn't matter. That might her not head be bled the entire movie and like no one, it was literally just to be like, guys, put your phone down. You see something's happening here. There's a... There's a clue. I'm giving you a clue. You got to put your phone down. Right. Phone well, that's down. like the that's the instigating incident is that slamming her head. I guess reawakened Gabriel. Gabriel yeah. from, <laughs> wait a minute. From did that slumber. doctor just push me down? Is that all she did? <laughs> wait wait oh. a minute. My last memory. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but that's also not true because he was eating all them babies. He was alive in there. That's true. Voldemort was absorbing her. He was a parasite. Yeah. Children. Yeah. yeah. He was eating all them babies. We know. That he's not a space alien, that he's not a monster, that that's just literally not even an open skull. At that point when in the opening scene when she's a little girl, just an exposed twin, that doctor points a rifle. Her her thought is to blow this young lady's brains out. Or she's yeah, crack shot Joe. I'm like, gonna, I'm just gonna get the game real parts. Hold on here. Hold on, right. buddy. Yeah, that's why they goal. couldn't surgically remove him totally because that would also kill her because they're like linked telepathically. So then he had they had to put part sure, of her. But then sure. why have a gun in the room? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no. Freaky is guy, another movie that's better than this movie. Family Guy says this. Agree. Um now, I don't know if you guys actually know this fact. Family Guy makes the joke. Andy Garcia was born with a, a dead, you know, partially absorbed twin with like three teeth on his shoulder and stuff oh, like that. This no does shit. happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is right. like a phenomenon. And he could control electricity. <laughs> I don't know if you know that about Andy Garcia. <laughs> he, no he light did, switches he in did. his house. I, I he didn't need them. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Again, the explanation of like... Oh, he can! I can do anything he can do. But he's like super strong and like <laughs> yeah. fucking people up and knows martial arts and stuff. That's it's where like, the cheesy yeah. eating a chair coming. across yeah. the room. But yeah. that, yeah. that's literally in the last five minutes. That's the last five minutes. We decide what this movie's going to be. The What's fuck the last line she says crying. to Gabriel? Isn't it something stupid? I know kung fu. <laughs> yeah, that's it's basically right. goodbye. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm locking you in here. Goodbye. Uh, yeah, you're like, trapped, you're in, here trapped in here with me. I'm trapped in here with you. Some shit. I'll be. Oh, next time I'll be ready for you. It's yeah, like, exactly. I guess that would be the sequel is that he yeah, gets out it. again somehow. But well, um, and it's just her. He, he doesn't go to another body, Jacob. <laughs> right. like, it's it's, it's going to be like, warriors. Wait a minute. What am I doing? Not going to leave the mind at all. Yeah. It's not going to yeah, leave the mind at all. It's just going to be Dream Warriors. It's just Freddy Krueger. It's, it's, right. it's just any it's supernatural slasher. You can head. only attack one single person. <laughs> <laughs> I would yeah. say by the next one, he can travel between hosts. I, I would assume that's the height. Well, we know he has some powers, so why not? You know, just up the ante. And I do think there's a chance that this will be like a... Yeah, here, here's my optimistic final thought. Uh, if you... Look at this like you look at the original Friday the 13th where Jason Voorhees' mom is the killer and then Mm -hmm. Spooky Baby comes out and grabs someone and then Friday the 13th Part 2 is actually where the franchise starts and we go from there. 
I think Gabriel and and Malignant can have a really successful longevity if you just look at it like, yeah, the franchise doesn't start until halfway through this first one. Right. And I've got the vehicle. She finally is able to lock Gabriel away in her mind, gets pregnant, has a child, but... It's Gabriel. That's exactly what transferred his his entity into the baby. Yeah, and now he's free to roam. Yeah, you could do a lot of like cool body horror stuff with that. Yeah, and he just goes backwards, you know, for the fun of it. He doesn't need to no more. He just likes being backwards. (laughs) Well, I do think it would be like a shame to. to, Yeah, yeah. uh, You know, I think it would be a shame to not expand on this character somehow. You got (laughs) an iconic weapon. You got a look. You got a catchphrase. Time to cut out the cancer. I mean, you know. These these, yeah. these these villains don't come along every you know I'm that crying. much. So, but you don't have to. You, you don't have Freddy and Jason and Michael Myers what forever. Else do you, need? you don't have to drive the first car you take off the lot. You don't have to buy it. I mean, you know. <laughs> hey, no, so you do. What? Okay, that's it. We are all <laughs> in on the forever. forever. It's an AMC what episode Gremlin. of Normies? What episode of Normies like us did they peek at? Oh, it was the Malignant episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It turns out they right. called the next fifteen years of Malignant movies. It I'm just saying we need more for them after that. Yeah. We need more iconic movie. He- I'm tired of Freddy. I'm tired of Jason. I'm tired of Michael Myers. We got Scream. I'm just nodding. Scream yeah. guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Scream guy. Seen two of those in over a decade. So <laughs> yeah, well, man, I don't know. My take with Halloween, it's a hot take, but other than like Halloween one and two, I just don't care about Michael Myers anymore. Uh, well, I didn't my like take the, is uh, Rob Zombie movies. I don't. Mm. I haven't seen the new one yet, so whatever. But well, I've never seen funny. a single Halloween movie, but I intend to watch what? all of them Dude. for Spooktober. So wow. there you wow. go. Uh, this is gonna be good. Spooktober to happen. Oh, Halloween is, one yeah, is really. I'm good. just happy we did this episode to kick Spooktober off. It's a little uh, not, early. Not that we are yet. We're, we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. It's spooky good, season. But, but you know? That's the best news ever, Mike. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to talk that. Well, maybe, Can you know I, what, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do the me. same. I'll join you and I'll watch them all too. All right. Woo! You guys, you guys, I'm, I'm so happy for you. You're going to see, you're going to see Paul Rudd in a horror movie. You're going to see, <laughs> oh, don't yeah. skip, don't skip Halloween three. Everyone always skips Halloween three. You got to watch Season Halloween of the Witch. Still. Yes. You still got to watch Season of the Witch. Um, I like Halloween one and two a lot. Obviously, John Carpenter. Fucking love John Carpenter. All right. We're, we're getting like four yeah, yeah. in the future Wan. here. Yeah, James Wan's film has basically just acted as a vehicle for us to discuss more interesting horror movies. <laughs> True. We like more than it. it. Uh, so, yeah, I think we've done it. Let's go ahead and um, back on out of this room and head over to Final Thoughts right after this. I'm lost inside me. Your painted smile. All right, so Malignant, we talked about, uh, you know, movies that are better than uh, Malignant, movies that are worse than Malignant. (laughs) If you liked us talking about this movie, then like Gabriel, maybe you take a backwards jaunt through the normies like us backlog and check out all of our other episodes where we talk about both better and worse uh, topics. So that's all I got to say. Wow. Yeah, that's great. Go on YouTube, search Normies Like Us on YouTube. You can see some of our video casts. Uh, you know, we started recording video basically earlier this year, so we don't have all the backlog, uh, but definitely Go check ahead. that out as well. We have some of it. And um, yeah, it was interesting. Malignant, check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, I think it's just okay. Like, <laughs> I'm kind of with Joe. 
Um, and like you can't make schlock on purpose. So if that's what he's trying to do, I would just rather watch I Know What You Did Last Summer instead. You know what I mean? But I say, Admiral Blackford, I think, uh, you know, it was fun. I was glad I watched it, even though there's definitely problems with it. It's not perfect. Uh, I think it's an intentional homage. I don't know if he's trying to make, sh- make it bad on purpose or make it schlock, but uh, I do think it's an homage to, uh, you know, a lot of movies from the 70s and 80s and whatnot. So definitely uh, check it out. Form your own opinions, I guess. But I, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, we were all wearing our uh, our loves on our sleeves. Joe and I uh, tried to write a kind of modern Gaio film uh, a while back. We we finished the screenplay on Produce, but uh, we we really went into that world of watching '70s supernatural slasher movies, um, all the Dario Argento stuff, Deep Red. You know, there's no way James Wan hasn't seen that. That includes one of the scariest moments I've ever seen, which is a puppet on a tricycle. That's something Billy does in every Saw movie. You know what I mean? Uh, Mm -hmm. Joe, the movie Phenomenon, starring Jennifer Connelly as a young, dark-haired, telekinetic girl who's being, like, terrorized by a monster of her own making. Like, you can't tell me that that's not uh, in the DNA of this film. Um, Again, the, the... the bad on purpose debate, you know, is it to even even the term, you know, lulling into false sense of security? Do it? Do I even agree with any of that? I don't know. It's a much bigger conversation for another time. Um, I, I, I again, I don't think it's ever a crutch you should use. I'm not convinced that's what's going on here. And I liked the end result so much. I, I couldn't even care less. So malignant. All right. Malignant. There it is. I feel like it spans 70s, 80s, 90s, and those 2000s. That's what I got the most out of it, you know, but yeah, check it totally. out. Let us know what you thought. Seriously. I mean, why not? If you, especially if you have HBO Max, yeah, do you think hey. he's a one trick pony or is there oh. more here for, <laughs> for our favorite director? I think Gabriel James Wan is in a tour. So Gabriel will return. <laughs> Normies. Uh, check us out at normies underscore like underscore us. Like Jacob said, also check us out on YouTube. If you've got that, you know, tumor in your head and you and you haven't turned this off yet, and it's telling you, it's not a tumor. I, I must like, subscribe, comment. It helps them out. Gabriel says, uh, message them about <laughs> reviews and future episodes. Gabriel demands this. <laughs> Perfect. And do that. And uh, as always, I guess we've been your hosts. Just. Colin with a brain tumor, I guess. But it's a brain power tumor that gives the universe powers. Yeah. Yeah, it's my brother yeah. though, and I love him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Mike Lignant, it's me the backwards Mike. <laughs> uh, just Joe. You know, this movie, I'm gonna put the same amount of effort that the movie put into explaining itself into my name. But you do just have a gold dagger. Yeah, and this is this with is Jake. <laughs> And this is Jake Reel. Uh, good to see you all, boys. <laughs> I was hoping for Jake Reel, but I'll take it. Jake Reel. Bye. Bye. It's hot. It's hot. I'm hitting stop. My name is Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots. 
If you don't like, share, subscribe, or visit our YouTube, remember, I will kill you.